New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or rehung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Jacob Blake. Just another name for Black Lives Matter and Democrats to use to further their lying narrative. of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us on Facebook and Snapchat, it's at TrendChat247 and on Instagram and Twitter, it's at Brian L. Bledsoe. So, thanks for listening. And as I start this episode, first off, we are recording in West Virginia as I am parked in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> um, and, um, near Wheeling, West Virginia. And, um, so I guess, um, when I talk about inventory updates, which I don't really have any cause nothing's really changed since last week, really. So I don't think I'll be doing that this week. Um, you know, and what well, will, I know what I mentioned last week about the hurricane. And so you had Hurricane Laura hit uh, mostly Louisiana, but also Texas as well. And you also have, you know, with the with the damage that has occurred out there. Now you're going to have I mean, I don't know for myself, you know, myself, if uh, as far as sending supplies down there. Whenever, you know, whenever a 
a hurricane, just a natural disaster hits an area and need to, you know, replenish the supplies. And that's, you know, where we as truckers come in. I mean, I mean, you saw that to a, a larger scale, you know, a couple of months ago with this whole pandemic. And so what's what will be going on now with this hurricane is something that's kind of I'm pretty much done every year um one way or another because there's normally a hurricane hidden somewhere in the u.s um every year so uh, so i don't know maybe i'll um, be delivering some some supplies down there one I, I, I don't know uh we'll see in the next week or so as um everyone uh, is I guess putting the pieces back together now. So Texas wasn't hit as hard as we thought, but um, that being said, Louisiana was hit very hard. So definitely have a uh, thoughts and prayers with everyone that was affected by that um, hurricane. And you know, this is hurricane season, so so it's who knows what's uh, well what will be coming in the weeks to come uh, i mean with as i mentioned the pandemic and all that i mean it just this part is not surprising but still like i said with everything that's been going on with the pandemic and then now having to worry about the hurricanes as usual and so it just makes it oh i mean imagine having to not only to as far as trying to evacuate but then if after the hurricane is hit now you have all these you know mandates and rules as far as and i mean which added you know to as far as the recovery efforts and now you have to all <laughs> the social distance and everything on top of that so yeah so um um yeah, yeah my heart go out to everyone that um that is affected um out there so um, I guess to <clears throat> kind of continue on a bit of a somber note, because wanted to mention if you haven't heard, I'm pretty sure you probably have heard about the um, death of Chad with uh, Chadwick Bozeman, and most probably uh, recognize him from uh, Black Panther. Um, that's most. Uh, uh, successful movie that he's made but uh he's also played in a, a number of other movies as well it's funny in in the sense of where so i found out about this um by uh you know scrolling through tiktok of all places and i was just you know watching little videos and all of that and then someone had a post saying r.i.p jack with bozeman and I was thinking, okay, that was a hoax. Uh, someone just playing a cruel, cruel joke. I mean, we hear these little hoax, death hoax all the time. I, I, I really don't, don't like them, but they happen. And I just thought it was a hoax, and I just kind of scrolled on. And um, and the, the one thing that I, one reason why I thought it was a hoax, because I don't just instantly dismiss it, but just when I saw that particular post, it said. You know, Chadwick Bozeman dead at 43. And I didn't know Chadwick Bozeman was that old. So, cause, so when I saw that, I was like, 
well, for one, that's that's a lie because I, he's not that old. <laughs> so that's that's my, another reason why I just dismissed it and kept going. But then I saw another post, you know, a couple of TikToks later, saying the same thing. So I'm like, okay, let me go um, go to Twitter or something or check a news outlet and see what's going on. And as soon as I went to Twitter, it was like right there on the trending page, right up the top. Saying, you know, Chadwick Bozeman dead at four to three. I'm like, wow. Four. No one, it was shocking in the sense because no one even knew he was sick. And like I said, I, I didn't know he was that old. I, I really thought he was in his early thirties. Um, but, um, but yeah, so, and I kind of feel like just, I guess from how I found out, it's going to kind of, kind of be one of those moments that you remember when you found out about um news like this and it's kind of like when i mentioned about kobe dying um earlier this year and i i think i'll never forget that i mean also with what i was doing and who i was with as, as well and um so yeah but um it was one thing just thinking back when I saw the news and like I said, you know, no one knew publicly about what was going on because, uh, it turned to find out that he died of colon cancer. And we also found out he would die. He was diagnosed in 2016. And so he were, he was making all these movies physically, you know, demanded movies in the, um, Marvel um, cinematic universe and making all these, you know, superhero movies. Uh, at the same time, he's battling cancer and, you know, to, you know, no one knew about that. And the only time any question about his health was, um, a couple of months ago, I think there was like a, uh, Instagram post and he just looked particularly, f uh, frail, and there were stories just you know, asking about his health. And, but, you know, at, at the time, um, his, um, uh, his, his people didn't, um, give any comment to any of that. So, I mean, I, I'm guessing that was a, a look into what was going on at the time. So, but one thing I, I was thinking about, in all of this in the past couple of days is that as i said most know him from playing you know black panther but he also played a number of historical black figures like james brown um jackie robinson and thurgood marshall and i remember in in just looking back at that I guess filmography and seeing, you know, how he played all these um, different figures and now looking at what he was going through f for the past four years and dying. So, you know, you know, young, I mean, 43, that's, that's pretty young. Um, you know, and, and thinking of all that, I was like, it's, it's something that he, played all these historical black figures and you know and then he was doing his thing also in 
you know, playing Black Panther. I mean, I feel like there, there's got to be a movie about him someday and playing these characters. And I mean, that's, I guess, you know, it's up to the family if they want that to happen. But I could just think of that'd be a great movie of someone who was playing all these historical black figures and then, you know, getting the role of a lifetime to be, you know, such an inspiration, um, especially in the black community to play black Panther, uh, to play in a superhero movie that, um, had the, the quality as most other uh, movies and, you know, in black Panther and, you know, being on the level like an Iron Man and like all the others or Superman and all these other movies and to be that inspiration to so many, I could just see this being a great movie about him doing all of this one, you know, someday, like I say, it just depends on, I guess, you know, if the family would want that and, and, um, but I definitely could see that, that happening. So, but, but again, so just um definitely wanted to you know mention that i mean that's that has been a um um pretty um noteworthy you know news that's been going on the past couple of days and you know i you know i mentioned about jacob blake and i i will get to that um in a minute but um just i definitely wanted to you know want to bring it up first before i get into all this all this other stuff so um matter of fact i'm gonna uh, take a break for a second and then we'll get into everything that is um black lives matter and jacob blake and kyle rittenhouse and everything that's basically that was going on in kenosha is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. This is Lacey Williams, the founder and president of Expressions Magazine, letting you know that you can order our quarterly magazine and support female conservatives by visiting express-conservatism.com or you can follow us on social media on Instagram with the username of expressions underscore conserve mag or on Twitter with the handle of at express underscore conserve. Get your copy today. What's going on, y'all? This is Brandon Tatum. Make sure you go to Trend Chat. Check it out. Listen to it. One of the best shows that I've ever been on. So make sure you go check it out, man. God bless y'all. Trinchat is proud to be a part of the hashtag life tribe or culture of life as they seek to celebrate life through the world of fashion. Go to col1972.com and get 10% off your purchase when you enter the code Trinchat. Alright, so I guess uh, kind of further as far as uh, tragic situations at least, um, not to the point of death. With um, as we just talked about Chadwick Boseman, but we did have the situation in Kenosha, Wisconsin, with Jacob Blake, and 
I know by now everyone has probably seen at least the short clip of what happened um, where you see Jacob Blake walking around the front of his car and then going into um, the driver door and open, you know, opening the driver door, going in. And then that's when the police, you know, shoot him in, in the back seven times as has been noted plenty of times. And now anyone that has been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, know I'm normally don't talk about any of these um, short clips because I cannot stand these little edited short, you know, videos. They only give you half, if not just a, a, a small piece of the story with no context. And so I just by a, a rule just really don't even get into it until we get some more information, some more details and, and whatnot. And we've gotten more of those details since um, in the past couple of days. And but even still, I normally I probably would even not even bring it up or even bring it up just a little bit and then just wait until we get a lot more details. And actually, in this case, I'm still not really going to talk much about the particular clip because the aftermath of it is more so what I'm focusing on. But even in that very short clip, just that clip that we've all seen of him going around, around the car and then him getting, um, getting shot. Also, if you don't know, it's been reported that he is now paralyzed, um, from the waist down, if I, if I'm not mistaken. And so, um, so like I said, he, he didn't die at the hands of, um, of, of being shot, but he is, um, as of right now is, uh, paralyzed. So, but like I said, in watching that short little video, like I said, with no context and nothing else, even in watching that, I see in that video, one, the first thing I see is the guns are already drawn on Mr. Blake. And so I'm seeing that. Okay. Like I said, I, I don't have any other context of what else happened before this. And, um, so I'm seeing the guns already drawn on him and I see him walking around the front of the, um, of his car. And then he just walking around and going into the driver, you know, seat. And I'm like, in the first thought I had watching it, like, why is he just walking around? Like, like it's nothing's going on. Like he don't see these cops with their guns out and he's just going to walk on around and not, you know, he's not getting down. He's not stopping. He just like totally ignoring him. <laughs> That's what it's look. That would look like in that short little clip there. And I'm like, why is he just ignoring the cops when they clearly got the guns drawn on them? It's not just one. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> it's multiple cops all got their guns out and he's um, just acting like nothing's going on. And then he goes into his, you know, um, opens his door and goes in his car and that's that's when he gets shot and so um and so that was my initial thought in watching all of that and so now the details have you know come out and because at first it was reported that he was there to break up a fight between um you know uh, i guess two women were 
Anyway, he was there to break up an altercation and he was shot for his trouble. Basically, that's how it was, was reported at first. So uh, another key detail to this that didn't come out until later on after everyone has got their emotions all riled up and now they're all mad. But now another detail that came out is found out the police was called for him because a woman called the police on Jacob Blake because he weren't, you know, he wasn't supposed to be there. And for, you know, for whatever reasons, I mean, there are all these other details about his record and all that, but I, we can totally just, you know, put that to the side. The only reason this, that he would even in this situation is because the police was called on him. So, this whole narrative that was that was going on at that time in the I guess probably like the first 24 hours was that, oh, he was just going out to break up an altercation. And then, he, you know, then the police just pulled up and just decided to shoot him because he, you know, he was being a, a, a nice man and just trying to help out. And he was shot in front of his kids. Now, he, now he was shot in front of his front of his kids, but turned to find out. It was his own fault. I mean, the whole situation that happened happened because of him. So now outside of that, like I said, like when, when this all happened, then, you know, obviously the, 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 the same, you know, same characters come out and say, Oh, here we go again. Another black man shot by the police it's a police brutality and all and all of that and is another example of you know the the police is hunting down black men you know as a this this epidemic that is going on and lebron james said we're all terrified and all this and and yeah and so and also what you had is um again I will acknowledge there are peaceful protests that are going on when these events happen. I can disagree with what they're protesting and why they're protesting, but I can acknowledge there are peaceful protests going on. That being said, <laughs> I just can't ignore the fact that every time these protests are going on, they tend to coincide with the riot and looting. And so they can say all they want. They're like, okay, we're not doing that. These other people are doing it. Um, my, my, my thing is that why every time your protests, you know, your peaceful protests, because that's the media definitely want to focus on the peaceful part. They don't, you know, try to ignore the rioting and, and that are going on or try to said, well, that's, that's someone else. That's not the same people who are, um, out there protesting. But, um, I know as someone, as, you know, like myself, I participated in a number of those Tea Party protests, especially during the Obama administration. And, um, I, you know, I went to a number of those protests, whether it's was in D.C. or, um, I don't know, Missouri. I'm trying to think, um, I mean, a lot of them in, in Texas, down in Austin. And I, yeah, every one that I went to, it never um, came with a riot. Matter of fact, it was the exact opposite, especially when it comes to law enforcement. We were thanking 
law enforcement for being there and, you know, keeping everything, you know, uh, orderly. And, uh, and also instead of looting, I remember in our protest, we were cleaning up after the, after the rally was over, cleaning up after ourselves, as opposed to destroying the neighborhood. <laughs> and so that's, you know, like I said, you have the peaceful protest. They're out there, but you know, they, they also come with a lot of destruction with them as, as well. And, you know, I will say if they really want those protests to really mean anything and, and really want to condemn all of those, um, rioters and looting and, you know, cause they keep saying like, well, don't lump us in with those, you know, people that are committing all the violence. Well, you need to do a better job and, <laughs> it kind of goes back to what we talk about accountability and, and stuff. Um, uh, okay, well, snitch them out. I mean, I know that's against the whole, you know, n- no, no snitching, especially amongst the black community. And so this is just another one of those examples where you just, that's um, uh, by having that stance is really hurting your cause just for a peaceful protest. Cause you just can't bring yourself to actually call out the people who are actually hurting your cause. So, but with, um, with that, like I said, you had the rioters, um, and, and everything that are going on and, and also, you know, you have plenty of people who are on social media and just, and like I said, they were saying, uh, I like LeBron and I guess other those other players, other athletes, you know, t- trying to make the case again without any context of, of what was going on. They were saying like, well, they could have done they could have tased them. They could have tackled them. They could have done all of this instead of shooting them. Mind you, like I said, they didn't have any context because as the details came out, they did try to tase them. That didn't work. They tried to bring them down. That didn't work. But. They were going off that little short clip and just made all those assumptions. And, but turned to find out that what, you know, they actually tried that. And, um, and even if they would have done all those other things, then the, then they would have turned around and said, well, you didn't have to be that rough on them. You didn't have to do all that. And so, yeah, it's a no win situation. I mean, at this point, I feel like, you know, they won't be satisfied until all black suspects are just left to roam free because this they're just leaving law enforcement in a no win situation uh, whenever they're um, confronting any um, suspects. I mean, at this, it almost feel like that they want law enforcement to just basically sacrifice themselves to the suspect to just you know don't don't do anything until they have pulled out whatever the weapon is because it doesn't have to be a gun it could be a knife and that what you know we found out that jacob blake had a knife um somewhere either in the car or on his person either way you can die from a knife it's pretty easy but it's like Black Lives Matter, all LeBron, all these athletes, entertainers, Hollywood, whatever, Democrats, they all, 
at the end of the day, they just want law enforcement to just lay down and just sacrifice themselves in front of the suspects because the way they, the way they're making it seem is that they don't want police to do anything. They just want them to say, stop. And if they don't stop, don't still don't do anything until I don't know until they have pulled out the weapon and then plunged it into them, into their chest or have shot them first or have put their finger on the trigger. Then they can react. I mean, they're really, they're really making all these judgments for law enforcement where they're making a split second decision. And LeBron and all them have no clue about any of that. And they care less because they want to continue this false narrative. As I mentioned before about this supposed pan, you know, pandemic, but epidemic of black men, black people being murdered by just white people. Cause they're not just police, but like, a, if you look at any, uh, any of the stats, that is not the case. But facts don't matter to um, to these groups, to these celebrities and all of that. And, you know, it's. um, And like I said, there are also reports about his record and all of that. And also the reason, like I said, the police were actually called on him. And I tell you one thing, it's <clears throat> it's getting really frustrating and sickening, honestly, about this. Because time and time again, we have Black Lives Matter, these celebrities like LeBron, all that, who are out here just defending just the worst people that are doing um, just who are just not. I mean, just. Yeah, I don't I, I really I'm really getting tired of, of, of this. You promise your child they can grow up to become who they want to be. We know college is expensive, but YouPromise.com lets you save extra money for your child's future by doing the everyday things you already do. Save for college when shopping online or even on your weekly grocery store runs. Link any college savings plan with a free YouPromise account for worry-free college savings deposited each month. Sign up today at YouPromise.com for a $30 welcome bonus. Start now at YouPromise.com. Where you have people who are out here just being a just just totally out i mean like i guess you could tell how much is kind of frustrating me because that <laughs> um because we have people out here just calm down for a second anyway <laughs> we have people out here who are out you know doing all sorts of crime who are basically are the people that need to be put in jail need to be, you know, locked up. And then as soon as anything uh, bad happened, like I said, even whether resisting or, or just, or whatever. And they're so quick to just want to just jump on a bandwagon and try to make them look like, Oh, they were just a nice guy. They were just a church boy leaving, um, you know, leaving Bible study. And they were just shot down by, a cop that just felt like killing some black people today. And it's really sickening that see that these people are using their influence um, to defend 
some of the worst people. And I, I mean, the, the NBA was, uh, the playoffs stopped for a couple of days because all the, the players just stormed off uh, over this whole shooting and everything. They were threatening not to continue the playoffs. At least the Clippers and the Lakers were. And, um, you know, LeBron was up, you know, up front to, uh, of all of that. And, uh, you know, imagine being the NBA. You have basically done everything they've wanted. Done, you know, you, you, you they've taken uh, money from, they, you know, they've basically held them hostage in a way to where they've given them millions, hundreds of millions of dollars for their causes. And they got black lives matter on the court. They, they could put whatever message on the back of their jerseys and all that. They can kneel all they want. They can do whatever they've done all this for these players. And then they still going to have the audacity to say, no, we're not, we, we still ain't satisfied and we're not going to play. Now they've changed their mind. So, you know, since, and so that, cause they've resumed the playoffs, but in those days when they said that, I'm like, it's just never enough for you people. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, and I said you people on purpose <laughs> because I mean, it's, it's just, um, it, it, it's really just stupid <laughs> to be honest. What's, what's going on just, and unfortunately it is, reaching millions of people because all these <laughs> all these players all these celebrities all these you know hollywood and they got millions of people following them so you know you're listening to me talk about this and whether you you know you agree with me whatever like okay but it's not we're not reaching millions of people <laughs> and you got people like i said like lebron and all these you know and all these players and all these celebrities, they you know got these millions of followers and they're peddling all this trash um, to them, making them seem like, Oh, black people just getting killed by the hour, by the minute. And actually, if you want to look at it, and like I said, want to look at the stats of it. Um, yeah. In that case, it, it is happening, but not from the people they, that they're saying that it's happening to. It's happening to other black people. Black on black crime. You know, that's that's the epidemic if you want to find one, because that's where a lot of the, the black deaths are happening. But they always want to dismiss that and just want to focus on a very small minority of the deaths that happen in a black community. And you have Black Lives Matter that is using that along with, you know, all like I said, all of Hollywood, the media are using all of that to one use it against Trump and two to further their Marxist utopian that idea that they want to achieve a socialist and communist. I mean, all of that tied together, basically using all of these tragedies as a Trojan horse. And, you know, I've heard that mentioned a number of times and I've mentioned it before myself. And he's just they're using all of these deaths, using these people's names as a Trojan horse to get more power in 
D.C., which is already happening, you already have it. You know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you have Elliot Omar, you have Rashida Tlaib, you have all these people who are already there and they want more in there. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who are, as I said, because they are being influenced from all of these celebrities and, you know, people like LeBron James to vote for these people and to bring in a fundamental transformation of this country just to further Obama's words that he, and, um, that he mentioned back in 2008. So, but then we also had another situation as well, because in, in Kenosha, in the midst of all of that, all the riots and stuff, um, you had another situation where you had someone, um, that were, uh, reportedly, uh, um, in self-defense. And so I guess we'll talk about that. But first let's hear, hear a word from, <laughs> I think it's very timely to play this one because of talking about, you know, Marxism and, and black lives matter and what they're looking to do. And I think one organization that I, you know, that I think will be vital in this fight against, you know, these ideals that are being pushed by these organizations is Young Americans Against Socialism. So let's hear a word from them. Hey guys, this is Morgan Zegers, the founder and CEO of Young Americans Against Socialism. We are a nonprofit organization working to preserve a free, fair, and prosperous America for generations to come, all by equipping our generation with the truth about socialism. If you are interested in watching our educational videos, donating to the cause, joining the Ask Coalition, or becoming a contributor, you can do all of these things at fightsocialism.org. We hope you'll join us in this crucial fight for the future of our great country. Thanks! Hey everybody, it is Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. You are listening to Trend Chat with my man, Brian Bledsoe. Come on with it. We here at Trend Chat, we are proud to be part of the 1776 Militia. Check out 1776united.com. They have a wide array of clothing, hats, shirts, art, and more that is fiercely patriotic and stylish to match. Go to 1776united.com, and if you put in the code TRENDCHAT, you get 20% off your first purchase. Again, 1776united.com, put in the code TRENDCHAT for 20% off. So, um... I guess before I get into talking about the also what happened in, in Kenosha with um, Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, the Republican National Convention just passed and had four days of uh, speeches. And, you know, at the end with uh, President Trump officially accepting the nomination, which, uh, I mean, I, I mean, they I'm surprised. I mean, it was a pretty close race, <laughs> but um, because I didn't know if he was going to accept it or not. <laughs> but um, but I mean, but that being said, you know, I I enjoyed the speech and it was bittersweet to watch on uh, on TV because you know I was a alternate national delegate and was you know anticipating 
going to the convention and you know we found out you know over a month ago a month ago that we weren't going because of obviously the pandemic and everything and so it was you know bittersweet to kind of watch it because you were anticipating to go and also i would say this even for on both sides whether it's the democrats or republicans because you know people who are elected to I mean, to be a delegate you know that's not easy and it doesn't happen you know these conventions are only, only happen every four years so yeah you know i can understand there were probably some democrats um watching last week were um you know you know sad that they weren't able to participate in the convention because being a delegate is um whether it's alternate or not um it's a recognition from your district your community about you know the work that you're doing and and it's kind of great to go on a national you know event like that to network and just be a part of the of the whole spectacle really so but yeah so um i I mentioned that as well because we also had the next day because it was an uh 57th anniversary of martin luther king's speech in uh, washington and so al sharpton um decided to have a march on washington uh and um which is somewhat ironic because I'm pretty sure a lot of the people who were at that march um, don't follow some of Dr. King's words as far as judging people on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. I don't, from a lot of the rhetoric, especially from someone like Al Sharpton, I don't. Um, that don't seem to be true. They seem to do a lot of judging based on people's um skin color especially as in talking about all these shootings and everything because at least that's you know that's what i get from it but also i wanted to mention um i don't know do they realize how hypocritical they look when they're not only with the riots and everything even just the protests but also with this march that they look pretty hypocritical when it comes to because there's no social distancing. And I mean, yeah, they may be wearing a, a lot of masks, but they're they are not six feet apart from each other. And they having all these huge gatherings, but then want to turn around and be the main ones that are pushing for all these mandates and that people should stay at home or or especially when it comes to election, they all they, you know, they're one of the biggest advocates for mail-in voting. And yet you have all these events where you got all these mass number of people gathering around for hours, <laughs> whatever, and they're all together. And so I don't know how they can't see that. Okay, if you could do all that, you could at the very least go vote because one voting is not going to take that long. Uh, unless you're in line, but there could be ways to even mitigate that where you don't have to be in line or at least around a lot of people. You can maybe, I don't know, take a number or something like that and maybe stand off somewhere else 
or stay in your car until you until it's your turn and go in and vote. So they're by doing all these events, they're basically saying making the case that you we should be able to at least vote. This shouldn't be a problem. And the more they keep doing these sorts of events, they keep making the case. But then they want to turn around and say, no, we need mail-in voting. Like, why? Like, to, to vote is, a, is as, far, as far as voting itself, is not that long. No, I don't care how long the ballot is. It could be a couple of pages. still not going to be as long as an average trip to, you know, the grocery store. So that just just seeing seeing that and and like I said also just I just found that hypocritical and just what they're doing and then turn around and wanted to, you know, um scream about you know, we need mail in voting. And um but anyway <clears throat> I guess I'm kind of to go back to what happened. Um so you had a situation where you had a, a a young man, 17 year old who, um, turned out, uh, killing two people and injuring one. And there's another one of those short little clips. So, um, and so we don't have all the details in this as well. Now, even in this, so from the short clip, from what we've seen so far, it looks like he was shooting in self-defense. Now there, like I said, there's a lot of other context that we haven't seen. Um, there's a, a lot of other details. And so who knows where this is going to go. But I mean, from looking at that, um, he was running away and it's like, it, w- it wasn't like he was running toward, he was on the ground, then start shooting. And, and so, yeah, so from that, that's, that's what I get out of it. Um, just watching that. And then, um, at this, at the point to where, well, one of the people, the one that actually, um, was injured, but not killed, had a gun on him. So of all the things that went on with this, that one part where you had a guy had a gun in his face and that's the one he shot in the arm um, that was holding the gun in that arm out of all the things that right there seems justified like the you know person's on the ground got nowhere to go guy pulls out a gun pretty much almost point blank range what you gonna do now? All the other circumstances, everything else that's around it, you know, will that's it's just another situation we'll find out uh, whether it's about you know him being seventeen and uh, whether he was caring legally and all of that and, and all and yeah. So so this whole situation with Jacob Blake it really caused you know, change a lot of people's lives because it's something I, I don't know. I think I probably mentioned on here before is that when you, 
when you pull out that weapon, whenever you have that, that gun out at that point, there's a, a good chance your life is about to change. But as soon as you pull that trigger, even if you don't hit anyone, there's going to be a consequence happening to it, to you. If you, um, especially if, you know, if it's caught on video and all of that, and if you were, you know, caught by police just by just firing a weapon. And so, so if you actually hit someone, then right there, your life has changed. Then if you actually kill someone again, to a higher degree. And so when you pull that weapon out, you better know, you better be sure that it, that you absolutely have to do this because if you don't, don't because once you pull that trigger, everything changes because a lot of us don't have, you know, insurance, even if you have this, you know, a lot of, um, uh, you know, gun, uh, organizations like, you know, like NRA or, um, uh, USCCA, um, have these like legal plans for gun owners. And even if you have that, I mean, for one, that's a good thing to have. I don't know if you had, had it or not, but, um, I mean, you know, this ain't an advertisement for, for them, but it's still a good idea to have, especially if you're, if you're a gun owner and especially if you're someone that carries every day all the time, you know, you know, every, you know, everywhere you go, you definitely need it. Um, cause some people don't, some people carry some, you know, uh, carry sometimes or whatever, but if, um, but if you're someone that's carrying all the time or in situations where you need to carry it a lot, then yeah, you, you need some protection. Cause like I said, you pull that trigger. When, like when you pull that trigger, that's a, a lot of things are going to change and having some legal protection, um, through one of those organizations, you know, like I say, check them out yourself. And so you, you know, may want to look into that if, if you're someone and you know, as of this year goes and how things are looking, I mean, with all these riots, like we're going on in Portland and also other cities as well. I mean, there's a lot of civil unrest that's just going on in general. Um, I mean, I will say it's a good idea to have your firearm on you because you just never know when things are just going to go south all of a sudden. So, and I can only imagine what's going to happen if Trump wins. I mean, you saw, uh, I don't know if you saw, but you know, you know when they did the, um, uh, his acceptance speech in, um, on, um, Thursday, you had all those people out there just, you know, trying to disturb the whole, um, speech and everything that was done at the white house. And, um, I mean, you had all the, these marches that have been going on and it hasn't really stopped. The discontent about Trump has not stopped since 2016. I mean, with the, you know, women's march and all that, it just had just been constantly going and has been constantly ramping up more, uh, violently <laughs> as well. Um, cause I mean, discontent in particular, that's not a surprise for any president, really. Um, Republican or Democrat, but in this case, we just have violent riots that are going on. This violence that is going, um, along with it is most concerning. 
And I just think, you know, everyone, I mean, we've already seen the stories about, um, uh, about firearm sales going up in the past couple of months. But, um, yeah, people need to take their own, take their, um, security in their own hands in the sense. I mean, also because in a lot of these cities where they're listening to these black lives matter activists and all these people who are telling them to defund the police. So if they're going to listen to them, then you're on your own, literally. So you need to um, have your firearms, need to have your guns because they're basically have, you know, have cowered to these um, groups and have defunded uh, any protection that you normally would have. So, so yeah, get your, get your gun and be proficient in it. Train with it. Know what you need to do. And like, like I said, again, that is a last resort. That is not something you just, (laughs) just pull out and just start shooting just because, and you know, even like, and someone want to fire a warning shot. And like, no. <laughs> I mean, pulling that trigger should be the very absolute last resort. <laughs> and it, you know, in the case of like Kyle Rittenhouse, I think that was a last resort, especially in the sense of where you had someone who was pouring their gun in his face. Oh, you know, I don't think he really had too much of a choice. But uh, so anyway, as we enter close to the hour <laughs> again, <laughs> um, I do want to get to the shout outs because well, we have we have one uh, entry on here, which I think I've mentioned before. But that being said, I still don't know how to feel about it. So let's um let's get to that. Okay, I bring that down a little bit. And so, let's just start off with the cities. Which, yeah, so, starting off with Longmount, Colorado, Cleveland, Ohio, San Antonio, Texas, Washington, D.C., Santee, California. Now, this next one, I have, I'm just going to say India, because I cannot this is a okay I'm just going to spell it for you B-H-U-B-A-N-E-S-W-A-R India thank you for listening I just can't say your name maybe someone could tell me how to phonetically say it so but um and next is Dallas Texas Austin Texas and then um Patina India and at at the top would be Allen, Texas. Allen, Dallas, Dallas, Fort Worth, North Texas. So, anyway, let's get to the countries. Uh, now, where well, we have Australia, and this is the country I was talking about as far as I'm not, I don't know how to feel about this. The next country is China. <laughs> yeah, I, I think China has been on here before, but I'm like, wow, who in the world is listening in China? <laughs> Uh, that being said, if you, you know, 
I hope you like what you're listening. I, I, I honestly don't know how you're able. I mean that that you able to listen to me, to be honest. Um, but um, yeah, uh, China's on the list, and, that, and so after that is um Mexico, and then at number two still, still holding strong is India. I mean, it should be obvious given the fact that I just mentioned two cities in India. And so India at like 15% of the listenership of, of this podcast is in India. And, um, and then at the top, obviously is the United States at 75%. Yeah. Uh, 78%. But you know, those stats have been for, you know, the United States have been like 85, 90%, 95%. And then it'd be other countries there. But ever since we've, uh, started on that service that is based out of India, which is, I guess it's primarily played in India. Ever since we, um, got on, on that service, um, forgive me. And I, and I've forgotten the name of the service. <laughs> I, I would have mentioned it. Um, that's, I'm definitely going to look that up so I can, um, uh, mention it in particular because, like I said, ever since we started on there, it got like 10, 15% listeners in india which you know again if you're listening in india thank you and uh, like share and subscribe <laughs> um even you that are listening in china like share and subscribe you know maybe it'll be a help to you so um and australia and, and other countries as well so we're gonna end on that happy note because we've had a lot of um just the depressing news uh, to talk about in this in this episode um we're well one thing i guess i want to mention as well as we close is like i said i'm not gonna really go into the inventory update because there's really nothing to update um everything is still the same and so now one thing I've also, I know, don't know if I've mentioned, I think I mentioned in a while, uh, is that I, I also do a podcast on the Blexit Texas, uh, Facebook page called Liberty and Freedom. And we, we're on every Sunday at seven o'clock, um, central time, 7 PM central time. And so it's me and Harper Price. And we talk about things that are going on. It's kind of like this. In a ways, you know, we focus a little more on stories that are um, affecting the black community in particular. And so, um, yeah, check that out. Like I said, it's on the Blexit Texas Facebook page. And again, thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. And just engage social media. Send us an email. Trenchat247 at gmail.com and all of that. So until next time, we'll chat with you later. You promise your child they can be anything they choose. They promise to follow their dreams. Our promise is to help you save for college today and every day worry-free. YouPromise.com lets you save extra money for college by doing the everyday things you already do. Link any college savings plan with a free YouPromise account and watch your child's dreams become their future.
Sign up today at youpromise.com for a $30 welcome bonus. Start now at youpromise.com. Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushie, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for $1.59. Or try small McCafe frappes and smoothies for just two bucks. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. 